Good morning and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotional. We are in chapter 24 of Acts. And the last time that we saw Paul, he was uh, arrested and taken to jail and rescued by his nephew uh, from an almost certain death. But he did have to go to jail in Caesarea uh, to meet the governor. And he has met the governor, Felix. And now we are going to learn what conversation went down between Paul and Felix. After several days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and summoned Paul. He listened to him talk about faith in Christ Jesus. When he spoke about upright behavior, self-control, and the coming, coming judgment, Felix became fearful and said, Go away for now. When I have time, I'll send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him some money, so he often sent for him and talked with him. When two years had passed, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. Since Felix wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. Now, Paul is in a little bit of a wicket. He's in a little bit of a sticky wicket. He's in a little bit of a pickle. <laughs> he's, in, he's in jail now. Um, he knew that that's where his life was going. He's, remember, he got, that, um, he got that message from, the, from an angel way back a couple of chapters ago who said, prepare yourself when you go back to Jerusalem because this is how it's going to end up. So Paul was aware of the trajectory of his, of his life story at this point. So he knew he was going to end up in jail. And part of this is a fulfillment of the prophecy. See, Jesus and Luke, in the Gospel of Luke, said that you will have to, on account of your faith, you're going to have to testify to friends, to kings, and to governors. And so this is Paul's opportunity to testify to kings and governors. This is a governor. We're going to see how Paul testifies to a king in the next chapter. Now, he's in jail for two years. Two years, and that's a long time. And he testifies. He meets with the governor regularly. He was looking for a bribe because that's how things were done there then. And, and it's still done often in many places where there's you know corruption like that. You pay the governor a bribe and he lets you go, right? But Paul chooses to stay in jail. And Paul writes in jail four of his most famous letters. He writes Ephesians and Colossians and Philippians and Philemon. They're called Paul's prison letters. And he's given time while in jail to to write those letters, to send them to churches that need his help, and to testify to the governor. It's an interesting lesson for the rest of us. It's not, he begins a, a tradition of this. We have famous prison letters now. Uh, Nelson Mandela sent prison letters while he was in jail for a long time. Um, Martin Luther King's most famous letters, uh, letters from the Birmingham jail, are still read by high schoolers every year and <laughs> on AP tests are studied. Uh, Corey Ten Boom, who was in in Europe, was wrote letters from prison. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, their list goes on. So it's a really traditional way of testifying while you're in jail. You can still write letters. It teaches us a couple things. One, that if we're going to live authentically in a Christian faith, there are times when that's going to come up against 
the powers that be, the power existing power structure. We're going to have to deal with the ways that our faith doesn't coincide with the existing power. And we should be wary when it becomes too easy, when it becomes too convenient, when our faith becomes too comfortable. Because the witness that we see in the Bible is that Christian faith is, is often at odds with the world's truth. As often as at, at odds with the powers that be. And that's true no matter what your persuasion is or what your philosophical belief is or your political belief. If everything that you think is being echoed back to you, then we need to reflect and think, what is speaking right now? What, are, what truth are we speaking? Are we speaking God's truth? We're speaking our truth. Are we speaking the truth that God brings to us? Or are we speaking the truth that makes us comfortable or affirms what we already believe about ourselves? That is our challenge for today. God bless. Mm -hmm.